0: Is this an intervention? <laughs> hey,
1: everybody, uh, welcome down to another installment of Dive Bar Mitzvah. I am your friend Ian Rands, and we are here. This is the first in the storied month existence of Dive Bar Mitzvah. We're uh, doing something new and exciting. This is our first time coming at you from a bowling alley. We are at Texatonka Lanes. I believe it's league night. It's kind of busy around here, there are a lot of people wearing blue shirts. I assume they all have something in common, and that is their love of bowling. Uh, We—I thought we were in Minneapolis. It turns out we're in St. Louis Park. So not only we're we in a bowling alley, we're outside of town. Hot damn! And uh, today's guest lives around here, uh, loves around here, is the human personification. <laughs>
0: of being around of here, being around here.
1: <laughs> of an around the way guy ladies and gentlemen our guest today Mr. Corey Adam hey Corey I don't
0: want to I don't want to brag about how awesome I am but I I have been in proximity to everywhere I've ever existed
1: yeah that's great and you do yeah. a good job at it too I know so. right yeah
0: and, and let's actually take this back a little bit
1: cuz you're not from here originally you're not I mean we this is St. Louis Park right yeah. are we in are we in Hastings where are we
0: we're in I don't know I don't know it's it fucking the uh, what role? I, I live in Hopkins. What's going on? I'm yeah, sorry. exactly. I'm getting distracted by all this ambient bowling alley. I know it's great, isn't it? I love to people watch. Somebody's like, about
1: to pick up the spare. Ooh, that. gutter ball. Ooh, that's too bad.
0: All right. You can tell he's not that good because he didn't care that much about it. No, he's um, just
1: in it for the chicks. Like we should everybody just keep referencing bowls. stuff they can't see. Exactly. All right. I think that's the way to do it. Uh,
0: something I've never seen is Hibbing. Yeah. You're from Hibbing, right? I am from Hibbing, Minnesota. It's a uh, It's the wilderness, man. No, that's a giant fucking open pit mine. Yeah, I mean, it seems
1: like some of our better imports have been from Hibbing. What do you think about the big Dylan mural? Because okay, Uh, just for those listening, we just uh, the city of Minneapolis just unveiled a three, four story tall mural of Bob Dylan, a Hibbing native.
0: Yeah, just, like, to me, it, it just felt like a real stretch. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like Minneapolis just needs to get over Dylan. Yeah. Like, it's, like, there, there was an article circulating around. Uh, from the like, city page. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I thought, like, this guy understands it because, like, I'm from Hibbing and, like, people claim that. Like, the only thing you'll ever hear is Dylan and McHale. That's, like, everybody. Oh, McHale's from here. Oh, Dylan's from here. McHale? Dylan McHale. Kevin, basketball. Oh, Kevin Sportsball yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um And so, like, it's just funny to me because, like. I don't know the exact time frame, but like he was in Minneapolis for like months. Yeah, a like, couple minutes like, yeah. about fifty
1: it's, years ago. It's
0: like at what point do we start putting monuments like this here? This is where Gandhi took a shit yeah. twice.
1: Well, we do have Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore never lived here. Yeah, but you like, know, just did how many just,
0: seasons of that show? We're like seven, but it yeah, wasn't filmed here. Whatever. I mean, yeah, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Rocky didn't live in fucking Pennsylvania. Yeah, exactly. But i Philadelphia. Just, yeah,
1: but I guess I'm, I'm agreeing with you in a pissy way. Um, begrudgingly begrudgingly. taking my side, yeah,
0: but I mean, I think you're right. I don't know. Who I don't know. I just don't like. I understand what he did for music, but like, I get it. Like, he was a brilliant song composer, but still at alive. Point, still alive. Oh, uh, if you're listening to this, man, it's a very good, uh, very good job. I like, I like your mural. Yeah. Uh, can we bring up some dead people? I really want to talk some shit. Not about you, Bob. Bob, yeah, you're no, good. You're no, good. Bob's still
1: very much with us.
0: But I don't know. I mean, it's big. It's I wouldn't big. call that with us. Yeah. Have you seen him? No, that's true. He yeah. just shakes in and out of a body that will not die. <laughs>
1: But it's a big tacky mural. It's four stories tall, yeah, and here we are uh, patting ourselves on the back yeah. for something we had nothing to do with creating.
0: It's uh, it's classic Minneapolis, I guess. Like whether you love or hate this town, like it's a classic Minneapolis. thing. Yeah, it group. is. It is. Like, very,
1: it is a very Minneapolitan thing to like, do. Yeah,
0: they. I mean, like I don't know. It's just super funny. Because like, if he would have stayed
1: here, he would be playing for twenty people at the West Bank right, right now, He'd and, be and be we'd all be making Spider fun Robinson. of him. Spider Robinson. Yeah, like, exactly.
0: People wouldn't even know who he was. He wouldn't like Spider Robinson is Spider, from here and deserves a fucking. Spider Man Turner. Uh yeah he's okay. alive yeah big fan stay alive buddy I think keep he's doing alive. it Maybe. is that his name Spider Robinson no I don't Spider John Kerner him. yeah I'm a big fan can't yeah, you tell yeah, yeah
1: but yeah I mean it, only because he left, Jones he right anything. I love that guy yeah, what, what an awesome dude um, now tell me about growing up in Hibbing's uh, Hibbing's
0: Hibbing's, Hibbings? It? well like I didn't I grew up all over the place like Hibbing was just where I got deported for like the seasons because like, really? when I was like yeah when I was like seven or eight we moved to Oregon okay and like. But every every fucking Christmas, every fucking summer, every fucking anything, I got deported back down to Hibbing. So like, yeah. I was like there. It was really weird because it was like, uh, in Oregon, I lived in Inner City Portland,
1: and inner like City Portland. Yeah, I've heard about that. Oh, part.
0: it's Portland's actually a pretty terrible, dirty town. I think it's gotten better, but it's like, got more strip clubs per capita than anywhere yeah, else no, in the United like, States. Like, there's a there's a stretch off Powell. And that's where we live. That's mm-hmm. like just it's rough. I mean like it's just a rough area. Yeah. It's like somebody cut out a little piece of Oakland and just put it in in Portland, you know. Yeah. But uh it was weird because I went uh, we were very poor and like I went from being the only white kid on the block and then I would get deported to Hibbing and I was like like yeah. these people hadn't even seen a black person. Yeah, you're the most you know? black person And there it's like ever. it's just really interesting cuz I remember like coming back and forth like you could really see where like the small town mentality really struck into some of these people. Like, yeah. There's some guys that I'll go back and see, and it's just like, they're fucking bigots, and I don't even like them anymore, you know? But yeah. they're like, oh, hey, and you're like, cool, what's up, you know?
1: Yeah, because you had a rough upbringing. You had a, you, I mean, I was going to say the mean streets of Hibbing, almost sarcastically, because, I mean, um, what I know of you is it's it's not always been laughs. Behind
0: the laughter oh, yeah. with Corey Adams. Oh, yeah, man. No, yeah, it's I mean, all it, tragedies. So yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. It's all that's. That's all we are. There's not there's not a normal person that does this. Yeah, like, but I mean you're like I mean what they
1: called back in the forties a knock around guy, right? I mean oh you yeah. were involved in some shit.
0: Yeah, I had a I had a big mouth and a lot of people really like to try to stop me from talking. Like And the thing is is like the only thing I'm good at in a fight, the only thing I I'm not fast, I'm not that strong. But like I can take a lot of punishment. Yeah. Like it takes a lot to render me unconscious. Yeah. And that's not to say that didn't happen. I remember my favorite moment ever. A guy hit me so hard, all I could do was sit down. Like he didn't even knock me out. <laughs> you I just, just had to take a me, knee. He hit yeah. me. No, I like went straight at my arms went up and I just sat right on my ass and just <laughs> hands up like just, they were up guarding my face like, don't fucking hit me anymore, yeah, guy. Like and and the guy starts truck. laughing and him and I have been friends for years. Yeah, like So that's the funniest thing. And this guy, I mean was like. Was that the introduction guy, to him? Did you know yeah, him beforehand? Well, okay. I mean, it was like one of those like fucking high school fights where like this guy's like fucking, you don't get along. So he's telling you for like three weeks that he's gonna kick your ass, kick your ass. and then it just happens, yeah. you know. But like, he hit me in the face so hard. Like, I mean, I've I've been hitting the head with pipes. And really? Like, oh yeah. How the hell do you like, get hit in the head with a pipe? Uh, well, you just walk around, and sometimes people hit you in that with pipes. So this is uh, it. Don't is worry, a drive America. You're, you're you're yeah. Well, it's a walk. by A walk by piping. Yeah. Somebody just piped you upside down. Yeah. It head. was in Oregon actually, and we were walking home, me and my buddy. And I, he just hears. I hear him say, "Run!" And I go, "What?" And I turn behind me, and I just clank, and like I was unconscious. I came to, and I assume it was a pipe because there's a pipe next to me.
1: Like, so they it, left it behind.
0: Just right, well, I, it, well, it was I mean, like, it was like wallets, a very odd
1: baton. Race. Our wallets
0: were gone. It was probably just some crackheads. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. I mean, but like it's fucking funny. You get hit in a pipe, like. People will tell you stories about then I did this, this and this. I laid there unconscious for several hours. That's what I did next. Jeez. You don't come back from that, you no. know? No.
1: So and how did you how did you end up in this in this kind of rocky situation? I mean, you said you're, you're, you're fam- your 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 family's poor, but I assume it was a loving family, the Adamses. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean they were uh the like well it's just my mom. Like I've never met my dad. Okay. Like uh and my mom, like she my mom's actually like really crazy, insane outlier. And, like, she always expects that out of everybody else, so you can't live up to that standard. But my mom, she actually dropped out of high school. So she had me when she was 18, right? Dropped out of high school to have her kid, right? And then uh, paid her own way, moved away from her family, went to Portland, and then got a bachelor's degree. And then eventually she has a master's degree in mathematics. No shit. No high school diploma. Like, she has a GED, but no high school diploma of any kind, you know? And it's just, like, she gets so mad. Oh, my God. What is going on? Is Is that Barbie girl? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Wow. I just hope that we can fix this in post so we're not subjecting anybody to this no, background yeah, noise. We'll,
1: we'll make sure it can't be heard. <laughs> uh, good yeah. luck. But anyway, so your mom um, has, has yeah, that yeah. dream Yeah, and advanced.
0: I mean, like, so she moved out there to do, like, college and shit. So, like, I mean, I don't know. We, we moved around a bunch. And did you end up fighting a lot? Just to, I mean, oh, you, yeah, you well, find like, yourself
1: in a lot of new neighborhoods? I, the thing uh, is,
0: is I, like, we'd move around, right? And, like, like, when you move around a lot as a kid, there's, like, this moment of disconnect. Like, it just doesn't matter. Like, I don't, like, I never cared what people thought of me because, like, in two weeks I'd be in a different fucking place, yeah. you know? And, like, it doesn't matter. And, like, when you when you show up at a place, like, a brand new school as a kid, like, you show up in a school and you don't give a fuck about their pecking order. Yeah. And you don't give a fuck about anything else. They People, like, find you and, like, they they want to see how tough you are. Exactly. Even though, like, I never really, like... I never, I don't know. I always had a temper, but I never really wanted to fight. But I'd go there, you know. Like, I mean, I've started plenty of I was
1: deathly afraid of fights when I was younger. I mean, and it's too bad. I mean, I just got really good at being mouthy. And then yep. at that point, I absolutely deserve—I like needed to get my ass yeah. kicked to take me down a couple notches, but it never happened. And now, and now you're and now it's podcast. too late. And now it's yeah. too late. Like yeah. Yeah, you could beat the shit out of me, and I'm still going to be that's right. the same obnoxious asshole. So I better never tomorrow.
0: see you be anti-bullying yeah, like, I know, ever right? again. Yeah,
1: because I really had it coming. Every
0: time I hear you say anything about anti-bullying, I'm going to be like, yeah, but that's why you're running a podcast. Yeah, Dan.
1: exactly. That's what happened. You
0: could have been a senator by now, man. I could have been. I still, I still can. Come on. You could have owned your own strip club and called it the senator. Yeah, I could have. Uh, do you ever want to meet your dad? Uh, you know anything about know. him? Not well. I looked him up one time. He lives in Washington, and he has a family of his own. He's like, a senator, says, like, Washington D.C. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, he's, he's not a, it's he's John Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no big deal. Uh, no, and it's just like it's—it's it's one of those things where it's like I kind of was curious at first, but now I kind of want to meet him just because, like, you want to punch him? Know, nah, yeah, punch him in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I just want to find out like what kind of like health concerns run in the family. Yeah, on the that would side, be my you know big what I mean? thing. Like, Yeah. yeah like I don't this guy knew I existed, didn't want a relationship and like I don't really care, you know? What I mean, like it's yeah. it's if it happens it happens, whatever. But like the, my mom actually she got pregnant, right? That's, and like she's yeah. in a small town and uh <laughs> my dad tried to propose to her my mom said but i don't love you we were just fucking yeah and he got so mad that very he progressive moved never, way of looking yeah. at it yeah and my mom never went after him for child care so like he never went after her visitation yeah. rights i think it was like one of those things where it was like i think he never reached out to meet me because it was kind of like an unspoken thing you yeah. know like just stay the fuck out of his life because yeah. she never went after him for money but he never went after her for any kind of custody or seeing me you know yeah and if he could see me now he could see how justified that decision was well
1: speaking of me uh uh Dad? Yeah, we do, actually. Oh, my God. If you look at the guy bowling oh on, on, on Lane 17. Oh, that's on.
0: No, is that him? Yeah. Well, this has been a real disillusioning podcast.
1: Yeah, I know. I told I didn't tell him why he was here.
0: I'm going go to go bowl with my it. dad who's using bumpers. <laughs> God. Uh, oh, my. How do you bowl 80 with bumpers, I Dad? Know, right?
1: God. Yeah, see, this is what you have to look forward to. Sorry. Uh, now, you also uh, lived. I mean, you've been all over, but you also spent time in what I call my favorite vacation hole. Las Vegas, Nevada. You spent yeah. time. You did time I lived in there Vegas, two years. Huh? Yep, yep. God, why? Uh, I, I love visiting d- Vegas. I can't imagine living there.
0: It's the worst. Don't ever go there. Like, I mean, I, I, I okay. So I have the exact opposite thing as you. I had never been there uh, till I went to go live there. And so, like, as far as people that are, like, it's a great place to vacation to, like, I could see that. Yeah. But I'll never be able to see that, you know? Like, I've never, I lived there two years, and I've never legitimately, I've lived all over the place. Like, I've I've been in, like, Alaska I lived in for, like, a while, Birmingham, Germany, like, all over the fucking place. And, like, Getting hit by pipes all over the world. that's right. And, like... I've never lived in a place legitimately that cared less about the people living there. Like they, Las Vegas? They yep. do not care about the people living there at all. Like, yep. the only people they care about are the people in the, the casinos. Tourists, yeah. yeah. And, like, it's kind of interesting because, like, the law enforcement and stuff, like, like, they specifically, like, the cops don't even really leave the strip. I mean, like, all crime in Vegas, statistically, I mean, like, it's... It's not all, but it's like eighty percent of the crime happens in that little area between the old strip and the new strip. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. called Naked City. I love that part. And like, yeah, I mean, that's like, like I, I watch people smoke crack on the streets and they're not doing anything. It's like this fucking unspoken tariff that, like, if you just leave the tourists alone, we don't really give a fuck what you do here. Yeah, and they don't give a shit. I mean, like the year that I lived there, uh, we had record record rainfall. But they classified us as a, as a drought because they sold all of our water to California. Oh, geez, seriously? Like, yeah, that, that's a thing. That yeah. sounds like so they were some sort water of futuristic. To, no, they dream. were selling water to California, and then they were giving out fines in Vegas for anybody it like watering their lawn yard, and shit. Yeah, and it's yeah. like Jesus. Meanwhile, the Bellagio show going off on exactly, clockwork. Exactly. You know? Yeah. But it's uh, I, I definitely understand. Like the thing was, is I moved down there because I I was I did comedy here for a while, and uh, I was terrible. Yeah, how'd Man. you
1: get your start doing comedy? I mean, let's actually, uh, let's, uh, let's address like that linea- a little bit. Like, lineage-wise? Yeah, I mean, what made Man. you get into this? Because, I mean, you said from the early on you were a cocky asshole who everybody tried to shut up, and you were like, how can I raise That was early kind of- on the
0: second time. Okay, <laughs> uh, really, okay. The first time I did comedy, I was like 17 or 18. Okay. I was in high school, and it was at uh, Knuckleheads. Oh, okay. that's so like, a real existed. place. Yeah. But do you and remember was, any uh, of
1: your uh, 17-year-old material?
0: Uh, I, I remember I had this terrible impression of, like, Cartman summoning a Pikachu or some shit like that. Oh, wow. And, like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Like, I don't even, like, there's tapes of it somewhere, but yeah. I'll do my best to destroy them yeah, after sure admitting publicly seen, now. Yeah. Yep, yep. I did comedy when I was in high school, and that's it's a terrible idea. It just is. Like, like you need to go out and live before you try to do exactly. this, because, like, you have no real experiences, and all your framing point is fucking high school, and no one gives a fuck about high school. Nobody they just don't. Nobody wants to don't. hear
1: a high school student but talk no, about anything. Right.
0: Nobody Exactly. That's perfectly accurate. And so... You know, I'd go out to these fucking thing, these these mics, but like, I had uh, I had laugh ears. They call it real bad, real bad laugh ears, what's, man. What's that mean? So laugh ears are when a, a comic hears laughs that aren't there.
1: Okay. So like, I would go up so there. It's like a ghost. It's like a yeah, phantom yeah. laugh. Yeah. Okay.
0: You'd like go up there and you just eat shit, and then you get off stage and you're like, God, I really killed it out there. You really? Know? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's called laugh I've ears. I've never heard of yeah. that. Yeah, okay. it's, a, it's a thing, and uh, I go up there and I just eat my ass and i come down like yeah i really got this and so in my dumb stupid fucking mind i'm like yeah i should probably move to vegas yeah like, it's that's about time for me to I take this buddy, to the next level i had a buddy of mine that moved to vegas and he could line up a job doing security which like ironically that job was one of the best ones i ever had but we like we went down to vegas and i'm like i got there and i realized like three weeks in that i had made a horrible horrible mistake yeah. like yeah. it was bad what do locals even do there the, nothing like the locals all they do is stay the fuck away from the casinos course, like you get yeah. conditioned you get conditioned to wherever you hear casino music to just, just not run. go yeah, yeah. yeah and like it sucks because you'll hear that shit at the grocery store yeah. it's everywhere yeah. gas stations you get off the
1: airplane right there right there at the da airport da, 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 there's nothing like, but yeah. like
0: i will wake up sometimes and find myself humming i'm in the money and i just <laughs> know where it's just like a fucking yeah. robot at this point yeah. But
1: then you came back and you ended up kind of stopping comedy for a while, right? I mean, how yeah. That work? Well, so what happened is so, like guys, so I, I moved you, back. Vegas cured you. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I moved. I moved back up here, and I was in a fucking depressed funk because, like, for the first time in my life, like, I was one of those guys that never really tried at anything a hundred percent as okay. a kid. You know, like I'd give. I'd give 80% effort to something I really liked. I'd give 75%. Yeah. And Vegas was, like, the first thing that I ever tried to do and failed. Okay. You know, just just flat out failed. There's you, no, gave, you gave there's, it the old 100% Yeah, I gave it everything tribe. I yep. had, and I failed. And, like, I had trouble. Like, I ended up having to borrow money from my mom to get back up here because, like, I couldn't get a job. I mean, like, you, like down in Vegas, uh, you can't work, like, fast food if you don't speak Spanish. Oh, you have okay. to speak well, Spanish yeah. for almost everything there to get a job there. And so, like, it's really tough to get a job. And, like, I ended up having to move back up, and I just thought, like, that's what I did. I, I met this girl. We got engaged. We were together for yeah. a while, and it's like, this is what it is, you know? And I thought that comedy was just one of those. I thought I was going to be one of those schlubs with, like, the house and the fence and, like, oh, yeah, I used to do comedy yeah. in college. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You Spent know? some time in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Kicked some
1: ass. Came on back. Yeah. But,
0: I mean, in fairness,
1: that's a hell of a dream to have. It's the one thing I always really uh, recognized and appreciated about Vegas is that it's its own microcosm. Like it doesn't give a... nobody gives a fuck that nobody know who knows who Danny Gans is right outside of the city right. List. Nobody has inside any knows who the fuck idea. he is. So you can live like a goddamn oh, king yeah, if yeah. you're if you're the biggest whatever in I mean, Vegas. there
0: are so many comedians, like stand-up comedians, that people think are retired just because they're doing fucking shows yeah, in Vegas, yeah. you know? Like, I mean, you go down there and you're like, oh, holy shit, Paula Paulstone's still alive? Yep, That's yep, weird, you yeah. know? Like, I mean- Rear-runner, like four-night stand, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought I thought Seinfeld retired from comedy for a while, and then I realized he just licensed through the Caesar, you know? He's yeah. been doing the Caesar a bunch. Well, I mean, how much- I mean, what do you get? You get $100,000 a night there?
1: Probably, fuck yeah, I'd do that too. Yeah,
0: fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so, but anyway, you came back. Uh, I mean, we don't have to go by this step by step, but you ended up uh, meeting well, met, the lady. I met, the I met
0: this girl, and we broke up, and I got really down. And like, I always comedy's always been where I go when I'm at my downest. I don't know what it is; it's just like beckons to me, you know. Like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, of course. And like, I ended up taking some improv classes, hating it, and that's why I started doing comedy because yeah. I'm like, fuck this, I'm gonna do it by myself. Yeah, these guys are chatches. I hate them. Yeah, you know. And and what era know,
1: Saturday Night Live are you watching?
0: Uh, well, I was. Early 90s. I mean, like, I watched okay, so all like the, the old Phil stuff Hartman. too, but it was, yeah, yeah it was yeah, Phil yeah. Hartman, it was fucking Kevin Nealon. Honestly, it was-
1: I believe, you know, one of the serious golden phases of the show i mean that's yeah, oh absolutely that's I mean, yeah. about as good as it gets. i mean that's
0: i think that that's i think that that era is as good as any of the other eras i mean you can definitely make a case for anything bill murray's involved in you know yeah. i mean like or chevy chase i mean like they they did some some crazy chevy chase's opening falls and yeah but you almost have to you know?
1: discount like the first right you, the yeah because they were just, just doing because, it yeah, yeah exactly because yeah. it's just what everybody judges right. it against but well then, and,
0: and it was all eddie murphy too i mean that yeah. guy just put it on his shoulders and yeah like yeah Go fill time, kid. Speaking well, right, of cool. being
1: 18 and not having a frame of reference, you know he's yeah. on the show and he's oh, like yeah. 18 and a half. Holy crap. But yeah, anyway. but the
0: penalty for that is he's not funny anymore. So no, it happens. Is he still alive? Don't care. No, fuck you, Eddie Murphy. Oh, what man, I said Our it.
1: waiter walked past us. God damn it, I really want a drink. Fuck. So anyway. Um, should have thought about that
0: before you started podcasting, sir.
1: I did Fuck. I, I, I should have ordered a picture. I have been in the
0: history place. of this podcast, that's never happened. Oh, no, I'm recording and oh. I want a drink. Um, and you mentioned it earlier. Well, yeah, Willie's in Coon Rapids, for, North.
1: Yeah, <laughs> for how many years? How many years have you been up there? Five years now. I Jeez. think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I down the, uh, the
1: Sundays.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it just always felt like home up there. It's it's a roughneck place, and it's uh, it's great. I mean, like it's. We've been doing a lot of fun things. The biggest thing is, like, I wanted to... There's like, this real, like, fighting culture that was there. Like, people would yeah, get into altercations and shit. that's what I shit. want
1: to talk about. Because how do the normal house regulars at Willie's respond to comedy there? Because, I mean, it's... Not, I mean, wouldn't say it's a rough place, but I mean, it's definitely, I mean, you know, if if you mouth off, you can get your ass kicked. And yeah. if you mouth off with a microphone, I don't imagine it's going to matter dick's worth of difference.
0: Right. And I, and like, that's the big thing with that, that regular base is like getting them on my side took two years legitimately. Yeah. I mean, you know, the thing is, is that Daryl, Daryl ran everything very, like, he likes to be in the moment and like create confrontation. And I learned a lot about how to do comedy by watching Daryl and then doing the opposite a lot. Daryl Horner. You know? Yeah. 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 Because Daryl Daryl's very good with the, cr- the crowd interaction, and that guy that guy can fabricate a set off the the cusp. like I mean, Don Rickles is the only other person I've seen be able to do it mm. at that level. I mean, that guy can do thirty minutes of not material just by talking. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And and the thing that he used to do is like he used to like there'd be an altercation, and then he would just provoke it a little more. You know, and and the big thing to like with comedy is that. You know, we're, we're the comics. We're getting paid to entertain. It's not it's not the audience's job to be entertained by me. It's yeah. my job to entertain the fucking audience, of you course. know? And and one of the things with the regulars that I would run into right after is, like, they were so used to just, like, this confrontational nature that they just thought that that's what I was doing to them because I'm very blunt and sometimes I rub people the wrong way. Like, yeah. it just, you know, and that's just how I am. And it's like, and it, I think after, you know, a couple of years, they just really respected it. I mean, I remember there was one lady there. That fucking she just kept talking and talking and I and I go, just stop it. Just just shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know? And she fucking starts yelling at me and screaming at me and she fucking pushes me and stuff. Jeez. And, so she and, actually got Yeah and in I and, and the moment she pushed me, I fucking lost it. And I you know, I would never hit a woman, but I'm like, get the fuck away from me, you cunt. And yeah. I, I don't like calling people like that, you know, as as brutal as I am or whatever. Like I mean, that's I, I think cunt is just a weird word. Like I think <laughs> I think you can say the word gash and it's way more effective. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like because it's still visceral and people, they don't have the high ground. It's I don't like, know.
1: Cunt does, it cuts well, through cunt, the bullshit. Well, Cunt
0: immediately gives you like, like, like takes away this moral high ground from you. You know, it's, it's a weird yeah, you word. You lower yourself right, to say Right, right, immediately. Yeah. And, and, and I apologized to her and everything was cool. You apologized that, to her after she pushed you? Uh, yeah, after the fact. I mean, when it all smoothed over, I always, you know, I always apologize to so everybody. But I mean, but I
1: mean and you, I mean, let's just lay down the groundwork here. You almost got a physical altercation while you're hosting an open mic with a woman in Coon Rapids. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes you find yourself in such positions. Yeah, I mean, like, um, but I don't then, know. And that's you know, but then you so you ended up smoothing over. You end up chatting with her afterwards. Yeah, yeah, how just, did how did how did she? How do you hell well just you do for that? the
0: next for the next like half a year. Cuz she's not year. going anywhere. Right, it's for the next half a year. year She would walk in, she would bring friends in, and she would look at me and go, "He called me a cunt." And they, "Ooh, you know?" And they're just like, "I mean, we're talking like probably probably closer to a year and a half." Yeah, but I mean, this woman did. punished me by bringing, I mean, she but and some, like some people are cunts. Right. And early on, the comedy because I basically kicked out there was a group of people that were watching comedy, but they were also the ones that were starting like 90% of the fights. Yeah. So I kicked them out. You know, I just got sick of it. I'm like, look, man, we're trying to do we're something different here. We're trying to build a room here. here, a room yeah. here. Like, yep. just, we don't have time for this, you know? And and I don't think people understand with Willie's, like... How close that room came to being shut down. Yeah. I mean like 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 after the Daryl thing, like there's a giant like debacle where there was like a fight and like it was a big ordeal and he he's just like, I'm done. I don't need this fucking headache. Yeah. This is a privilege for you guys. Like, yeah, I like having a comedy place, but I don't but fucking need this. Exactly. This could be fucking bar poker. I don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, and for the first year and a half it was like walking on eggshells, you know. Um,
1: and you not only have you continued to kind of thrive there um, you have uh, well you have something coming up that we're going to talk about in a second but you also have an annual competition Yeah the funniest person in Cooper My anti contest yeah. that's my baby
0: I love that thing Now and th- Also if Dan Schlissel's is listening to this thank you so much it couldn't be possible without that dude because yeah, he, I mean, he's actually uh, behind uh, the Records, and,
1: one of our sponsors here at Dive Bar Mitzvah. But no, so let's explain how this works.
0: Everywhere in Minneapolis was having a contest because in the summer you can't get people to come to fucking rooms. You just can't. People, it's nice outside. They only get four months of nice weather. They're not going inside. That's how it is. Yeah. And so I, I've always hated contests. I've just hated them. I think that comedy contests are it's the. D-
1: it's dumb. I mean, really. I mean, you're not any funnier. It doesn't mean you're the best. I've
0: never, I've never in my life seen anyone that was the funniest win a contest. Of I've course. never seen it. Yeah. You know. I mean, like this last year. With the World Series of Comedy, the guy that won it all, Chris Maddock beat in the Satellite. Oh, really? Yeah, like, oh, they shit. both they both went forward, but Chris Maddock, who got cut at the next level, right, and this guy that he beat decisively, yeah. like, won the whole thing. I mean, like, and that's just, like, that's the World Series. I mean, but the contests are so Oh, yeah, dope. what's it mean? Yeah, And, like, you know, Acme, fucking jo- uh, Joke Joint, fucking House of Comedy, all the clubs there have a contest of some sort. And so I decided to have a contest, but to just, like say fuck you like i just don't care and so what we do is a prize structure is uh first place receives exactly half of what second place receives uh, yeah and like we have trophies made and the second place trophy is <laughs> double huge. the size yeah, yeah. of the fucking i mean it's more than double it's huge this the first place trophy is tiny and the, the reason why is because it's important i think for people to see that it just doesn't fucking matter you yeah. know and all throughout the year like 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 but you, but you have judges Right, I've come a yeah, number of years yeah, and absolutely. judged. Why do you yeah. even fucking have judges if it means so little? Uh, well, the judges are actually there for me, okay? Because that bills me out of being accountable to any bitching of any kind. Uh, so, okay. like the judges, the so judges—we're
1: we're an excuse. Absolutely. Judges. Oh, oh wow, absolutely. Okay. I, I mean, like nice.
0: no, I mean you're a very special excuse. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're like. Here's the thing, honestly, and 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 I don't ask people to judge. That I don't think, one, like, like the, the big excuse with that is I know it'll get you up there and oh, I want to see you, you oh, know? Yeah, that's very nice. And, like, You're you know, saying. I mean, same thing with Josh. Like, I get to see my buddies because yeah. they're committed to judging. And, like, I just think that it's a real fun, I, it, like, Willie's is so crazy because it's, like, I tried so hard to just make that place fun. Yeah. And I just, that's, that was always well, my mindset. It, is and and like, and it's, like, it's just going to be fun. And I looked up, like, two years ago and I'm, like, this place is getting fun, yeah you know?
1: And it's a great time. And you have, I mean... Uh, after doing a show for the better part of like seven, eight years, and I never thought to do this. You do something that's absolutely brilliant. You have everybody do go-karts. Yeah. Uh, It's about four blocks away yeah. from uh from Lilliput, which is a little tiny uh miniature golf joint, and they have uh go karts go in circles very quickly. And you have everybody come down beforehand, yeah. Yeah. everybody just gets stupid yeah. and drives around in circles yeah. and hits each other with nunchucks. Yeah, and I mean like oh that really, were you there comes, for the
0: nunchuck rain right? That was I mean that was I mean there was no But I mean like, it
1: actually makes it feel like a community as opposed to just some dumb
0: bullshit right? we doing. And that's just because and it's that's what, what it is though. Week. It is it is dumb bullshit but it's for the community. But it's dumb
1: bullshit that actually becomes Fun with a group. Right. As right. To just, so
0: often, and that aspect, with
1: the shit we do in our community, it's, a lot of it's just like, ah, it's our week to do this. Right. It's our week to right this. this is something right. that becomes something that we all look forward to right, doing. Right.
0: And and, and and a lot of that I modeled off Death Squad and the Reapies. I yeah. mean, like, I think the Reapies, like, it, it's funny because the only people that don't like the Reapies are the Death Squad people that do it. And yeah. Like, the only person that really hates the contest the month it's going is me. You know, because <laughs> yeah. it's just so it's much extra work. work. Yeah, and, like, know. You didn't, comics you didn't know are hosting
1: such, an open mic night for work. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. And comics are such basic Like they're just such fucking babies. I mean like I get people, and that's where the judges come in, because I get people three weeks after the fact, like, I should have moved on. I go, hey, man, there's judges, not yeah, my control, exactly, you know? Yeah. And I and I legitimately, to this to this day, I mean, and, and, and you, you've you judged before where I'm like, yeah, I don't believe it. This is what happened. Like, I mean, yeah. there's some clearly, like, bullshit moves I've seen with the judges. I it's like, don't
1: know if I've ever picked anybody that moved on. Like, I mean, not to say that it matters, right, but I mean, right. a lot of times where I'm like, all right, I know exactly how this is going to end, because right. it's cut and dry, right. and it doesn't fucking go well, that cause way. Well, because the
0: thing is, is that it's all, like, you put who you think should. You go first and second but a lot of the times that doesn't even matter and it comes down to points and you'd be surprised that the people that you think didn't win like if you know if somebody has an average set that hits across all the pallets that's more points than a guy that crushes to one of the pallets yeah.
1: you know all right uh give me a one to ten give me a give me a number
0: uh fuck two four four
1: four four four
0: two fuck two two. Four.
1: four, or two? Eight. four. <laughs> One through ten. We're uh, instituting a uh, new part of Dive Bar Mitzvah today. Okay. Get ready, everybody. Okay. Sounds this like it was really planned, the way you
0: had me randomly select a no, number. No, no, this
1: is the James Lipton question. I have oh. ten of them. Okay. You picked number four. Oh, all right. Number four. Tonight. What, ooh, this is all right, this one all involves right. the words turns you off. Oh, all right, all right. Number four, what turns you off creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Narcs. Now, is that creatively <laughs> Uh, just emotionally kind of, no. or spiritually what
0: turns me off wait okay wait Start what tur- from the beginning. number four let's go phase by phase no. what I've turns you drinking. off
1: creatively spiritually or emotionally and i'm only taking one answer not three because we're running long
0: Ugh. uh structure okay good
1: for you <laughs> so we have a new album or new ish album eh, pretty new uh that came out on stand-up records no joke and you i mean this is amazingly interesting because earlier you're talking about daryl horner uh, who had, who would go up and do 30 minutes of non-material you took this a step further because i believe you're the uh, you got to be the only comedian who's ever released an album without material like you had there, there's nothing there's I no there's no, there no punchlines. well after you did yeah but, i mean
0: like the thing was is like actually like that that like that idea was so old that when it came out before me i was mad and i was like yeah. cuz it was just like is well, a how of long had you been recording this I, at, that I'd working, at that point, I've been working. At that point, I've been working on it for three years. Wow! How many then,
1: shows did you end up recording for this? A round number.
0: All of them. I mean, it's it's my tapes from my open mics. So you, it's every oh, single set. So you record
1: all everything. Yeah.
0: So what? Yeah, I record everything I have since year two. I think anybody that's listening to this that wants to do comedy, if you're not recording your sets, you don't actually want to do comedy. Like yep. you have to do that. You have to do that. What really bothers me is actually listening to the CD now, because like I've edited it down. So, so like what happened with the process is, it was me and my buddy Brian Gray, and he's one of the. There, are, there are three people without whom Dan Schlissel is one of them. My buddy Dave Eckblad who took that cover photo yeah, for that album, that's a good one, and my buddy Brian Gray, who did a bulk of the audio editing. Like without those three people, but this album how many hours do you think
1: that was of audio?
0: I mean, we're talking what? Okay, so four years. Three of them, seven nights. uh, And the ones that were not packed open mics, like they let me go as long as I want. So. I mean, fucking, I don't know, man. 50, 60 hours of tapes. Okay, wow, like, that's I a mean, lot, yeah. It was just a bunch, you know? And what we did is I went through, me and Brian went through all the tapes that I had of all my sets, and we graded the ones that had, so we took, took first cut was we took anything that had, like, crowd work that we could work with. Because mm-hmm. I've always been, like, my my problem as a person and as a comic is that my subconscious mind is way funnier than I'll ever be. Okay. Like, if I'm thinking about something, like, it doesn't it doesn't come out right. And almost yeah, but the all, reflex is good. Right, and yeah. almost every single joke in my act Almost every single one is just something that I said in a conversation and reflexively just said and then yeah. just built on. Because, like, when I'm when I'm not thinking about it, when I'm in that zone, I'm very, very funny, but I can't, like, harness it, you know? It's mm-hmm. like a it's raw fucking unobtainable thing. But, like, you know, you, you, you work on writing and shit and get it out. But, like, so we took all the tapes that we had and we cut down all of them that had crowd work of any kind. And then with all the ones with crowd work, we edited out all of the jokes to only have the crowd work presence. Mm -hmm. And then we took all of those tapes and we graded them on two different scales, one being audio quality and one being quality and funniness of the actual track. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, that's the biggest shame about that album is like there is so much stuff that was funnier than what made it on the album. But But the recording quality was so shitty because like that's one of the things about that album is like the audio quality is not what I want it to be. I need to get a better field recorder and do it better next time. But it sounds
1: very much like it was out in the wild. Right. Like this, and, and this, this that's, doesn't seem canned. If right. it sounded and that's, too good, I think people would think it was bullshit. Right. And concept. that's and
0: that's one of my favorite things about that album specifically is that to my knowledge, like I mean, I'm I'm the only guy that released an album that was in the trenches of Minneapolis. Yeah. I mean, like every fucking place on there is a bar or a club, you know, it's under club undergrounds on there. You've yeah. got fucking Grumpy's is on there. Is, You've got Northeast yeah. Palace is on there. Willies is on there. You know, it's just like all these Possible dive hostility. places. Yeah. yeah right I mean, there. Like, like, and and the thing was is like you know it's uh, I remember we were editing it down. And I would listened to all these tracks a million times at this point. And I'm like, what am I doing? This is not going to work. And I gave the tape to Chris Knudsen. And mm-hmm. I was like, because he's a guy who started around the same time. Him and I are very good friends. And he's also kind of outside of the box as far as like him and I always have meshed as far as like how we approach it. Because both of us are kind of not in the normal meld of like what a comedian should be. Yeah. But we're just doing it our own way. And that's what you have to do ultimately, you know. And he listened to it and he said, this is great. And if he had told me it was <laughs> shitty, I would have probably <laughs> not done it, it from there. Would've I would have shelved it. Like, it. I'm yeah, done. Yeah. Fuck it.
1: It's called No Joke. It's out on stand-up records right now. You can go get it on on iTunes or wherever you buy music That's my label, baby. Exactly. Uh, But not only have you been good at kind of taking the chaos of a comedy show and recording it, uh, tell me uh, about your uh, touch with uh, uh, viral infamy uh, in a parking lot of...
0: that video, man. Yeah, that got a lot of mileage. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. Like, I, you know, this is this is how I know what I do is complete and absolute bullshit, right? Like, I've strived away. I, I've done sketches. I did like discount talks. I did that that change one with uh, that I wrote with Paybou for. Yeah, that uh, I it filmed. was on one of the yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You filmed it's up it. It's, on, great. it's up on the
1: stand. The new, the brand new stand up right, records right, Roku right. channel. And it's,
0: it's so fucking derogatory to me. Like all of this stuff on the internet has like a thousand or three thousand hits here and there, but this there's a video of a tow truck driver spitting on me and calling me a faggot, and like that's fifty thousand hits. Yeah. Like that's literally like God whipping out his dick and pissing on me. Like. So what happened? Lead me through this. Uh, so what happened is, uh, we we're at we we're at Corner Bar. Yeah. And Pebo had paid uh, Patrick, Patrick Bauer, Bauer yeah. He had uh, paid for parking. But he had put the sheet the wrong way down. And the
1: parking lot there had, you know, been notoriously crappy. It's better now, but I mean, it was just.
0: Well, they fired like that like company. Yeah. I mean, like the company that like goes to like. Like the company that tows is still the same, but the company that goes to decide which cars get towed changed. Okay, because of that. No I mean shit. Like, yeah. Okay, so you actually made yeah. Well, real and, change. And, and I got like I mean I got like lawsuit threats. I got all kinds of shit off that video. It was so yeah. funny because I titled the video, and this is the best part about it. Right, if you want to see this video, all you have to do is type in Wrecker Services Minneapolis and hit <laughs> video. It's the first video link. It's the first one. So And I put like this is how this is how Wrecker Services treats their customers. I put their fucking contact, their email, everything. So like you know, like everything I had on them is right there. I'm yeah. like, no, this is this is you guys. You guys did this shit. So
1: and, and I, I took you on a bit of a tangent there, but how did this happen? So Peabow Oh,
0: so Peabo had a parking ticket that he put the wrong way down. Uh, I was walking out and uh, Chris Maddock was coming over, and this dude that uh, ended up screaming at me—he was acting really like machismo male, yeah, you know. Like he yeah. kind of pushed Chris, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck?" Because Chris is really? like, Why? Yeah, "Yeah, well, it was like—it wasn't like a push, but was like, he put his hand on his chest, and it was more like a—I mean, it was literally a push, but it was more like a, like it was like a it was fucking, dismissive a slide. And, and, he slid it, yeah, you know. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't like he didn't like push him and like let's fight. He grabbed him and just slid him out of the way because because uh, Chris Maddock's tiny, you know. Not that and so, small, but yeah. The yeah. moment the moment compared to this guy i mean i was small compared to this guy so the moment that happened like i don't know why but something in my head is like oh you should record this you know so i take out my phone and i start recording it and immediately that makes me the target you know because they don't want to like whatever and this guy comes up to me and he's like he's like what are you doing? Like, you don't need to record that? I'm like, no, it's fine. We're cool. And he goes, what? <laughs> Which is a great way. And okay, honestly, real quick
1: side note that's the best way to handle this. No, you shouldn't be doing that. No, we're cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it's does not,
0: it does not address yeah. what was just yeah, said. Yeah, it's it's just like, all, no, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's fine. I've man. gotten
1: out of so much shit by basically yeah, saying just, the same thing. Oh, it's just cool. It's fine. On. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Don't worry about and it.
0: And I go, we're comedians. And he goes, yeah, uh, well, we're not. I go, yeah, but you're in our show now, man. It's <laughs> cool. You know, and like, so the other guy like comes over and like starts getting like, in my face, and I was also drunk, so yeah, like you know, a big he part. starts getting belligerent. I start getting more belligerent because I think it's funny, and I actually like I really want to. And know. as a
1: guy who's been hit by a pipe, a man who yeah, has well I just
0: I wanted to see if this guy would hit me, and I could get it on video. You're not tape. scared of being hit. I would right. be a pussy about oh, this. I don't give you, a shit. You, no, you're and I'm laughing that. in his face. The guy, uh, there's a point where he goes like bitch and he keeps calling me bitch and you can hear him spit like he is spitting on me like a fucking scene from Beethoven with the dog it's just the dog slobber all over me and I was like no you know and and it was so funny because like I got and I and I was like I mean I do look back at that video and go okay I was being kind of a cocksucker like I did antagonize him quite a bit but like I really like wanted to see if he was going to hit me because I I know for a fact if I get laid out by that like if I film him hitting me and let's say he's powerful right because he's a big guy he knocks me out I get that on tape. That's a hundred thousand hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more hits than it got now. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. For a sock to the
1: jaw, I'm in. Yeah, but I mean, it's not baiting when somebody's being a dick in the first place. You right. Know I mean? And it's the one other thing if you're just like the fucking with people that, like The thing that really
0: got street. my goat was like, well, all that shit got was happening. Goat. Yeah. <laughs> got, my goat. Oh, yeah grass grass got my gears. gears. Oh, Grabs <laughs> my gears. Grabs my gears. No, the thing that really, really bothered me was like, while this was all happening, the, one of the guys from the tow truck was over talking to Patrick, being like, well, if you give me $100, I'll just unhook it right now. Jeez. You know, they're just being fucking rackets here yeah, scumbags, you hassles. know. And so I post the link and I post the fucking, I post the video, I post their everything. The, the owner, and I put quotation marks, I mean, like, and, and I left all the comments there. Like, if you get bored, you can go through the comments and read it. Like, the owner of that place is on there threatening yeah. to sue me. And I'm like, fucking sue me. He called my house. And he's like, well, our lawyers this and that. I go, well, then have your lawyers call me. Like, exactly. What are you, what and that's, are you doing? And
1: that's also a very, a very astute point because um, I have a friend who runs kind of a, uh, a Facebook page that has drawn the ire of a local business. And he's like, well, I don't know. The guy tells me that he's going to sue us and stuff. And Yeah. No, I don't know. We need we're, more. Yeah, I know. We need more booze. Sorry. We're both waiting for the, the wait bartender to just walk by. But uh, I have a friend who runs. You should a, change the
0: name to Waiting for the Beer. Yeah, no shit.
1: Um, but I have a friend who uh, runs a Facebook page, which has kind of found itself on the wrong side of a local business because it's basically all about taking that local business down. And he was contacted saying, Hey, uh, you know, we're, our lawyers are going to sue you and, and you got to take this shit down. Right. And I'm like, right. Listen, motherfucker. Have you ever
0: been contacted by a lawyer before? Yeah, and he's like, he's, and he's like, no. And I'm like, you I have. know when yeah. you do, oh, you absolutely. Know. Absolutely. but there's yeah. a
1: big difference between saying I'm going to I punched, I sue punched you. that
0: dude. I punched that dude in convergence well, and I got wait that, a second. that dude that I broke his jaw in convergence. I didn't know about this. It's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> so you got a roast coming up. Yeah. And and, and
1: you, who does not want to roast a guy who can have such great stories? Is that at Willie's on the 25th of October, it is the Great Roast of Corey Adam. What uh, can one look forward to on this day? Uh,
0: it's going to be great. Actually, I'll do something for you. Uh, this Here's the exclusive. You can have the announcement of the because okay. People don't even know who's on it yet. Yeah, who's on the day? Um, we've got Brian Miller is the roast master, yeah. right? And then the comics that are locked in, we have uh, Chris Maddock. Great. We have Gabe Noah. Okay, great. We have uh, uh, Robert Phones. Yeah. And then we have um, somebody else. A mystery, mystery guest. mystery guest, I guess. The fuck was it? It wasn't who I originally wanted it to be, so it's somebody else, but it'll be good. But uh, Brian Miller's the, the roast second master. place be person. Awesome. We'll yeah. Be, we'll
1: be rounding off the four. Yeah. Okay. Hey, man, yeah. it's Willie's
0: tradition. The second place <laughs> matters. Uh I hope you'll make it. You come down and talk some shit, man. I'll be there
1: on the 25th, and I'll I'll fucking roast your ass good. Um, And that's at Willie's Bar in Coon Rapids, Minnesota. Uh, Get off your ass and go down there. Write it on your calendar now. Corey Adam, thank yeah. you very much for being here. Thank you so much. Buddy. On Dive Bar Mitzvah today at the Texatonka Lanes. Thanks in for having me on my Louis alcoholic Park. liver. No, I mean, and I, I hope you've enjoyed the summits. They're tasty. And Summit, not our sponsor. But who is our sponsor? Let me tell you. We have one car service, driving smiles without extra miles. Program this in your phone: 612-612. for a ride or find them on Facebook. That number again is 612-545-5848. One car service, the best around. We have Stag Beer. The the beer in the golden can. Stag? delicious stag. Mm Mm-mm, stag. Ask for it by name. They don't have it here, do they? No, but we're working on it. I had to settle
0: for a fucking summit. I know, right? Real step down. Goddamn plebe. Where's my stag? I know. I'm going to find that bartender and demand a fucking stag.
1: I want a refund until this turns into stag. Uh, It's the beer in the golden can. Stag, Mm mm-mm, stag. And, of course, our uh, friends over at Stand Up Records, who recently launched their Roku channel, Stand Up Channel, Go to the uh, the channel store, go to Comedy, uh, and scroll down a little bit. You'll see the stand-up logo. Download the new stand-up channel on Roku right now. Stand-up Records, we like our comedy like we like our booze. Straight up and bitter. Check them out at StandUpRecords.com, or yet again, please download the Roku channel. It's filled with hours and hours of good stuff. Uh, Corey Adams is on there in the uh, Perfect Change skit yeah. that, uh, that we talked about earlier. There's old episodes God, of God, you, you did
0: so much to like edit us to looking good. I remember that shoot being I didn't such do a shit enough. show, and then you fucking edited it, and it was awesome. Well,
1: it was a shit show because it was my first time ever directing anything, too, so I had to fix the back end. Hey, uh, big news, uh, match game, which Corey's been uh, a part of, uh, who's been a guest on a number of occasions, been a yeah, celebrity dude. guest. Two uh, at a
0: juggernaut of me and Knutson in it the was, same
1: pants. It was great. Uh, was but we're moving ever. everything over to Lee's Liquor Lounge starting, uh, starting this Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday the 8th. Come on down to Lee's Liquor Lounge at 7 o'clock. See us in our new digs. Uh, we're now weekly every damn Thursday at 7 o'clock. Come on down to Lee's. Uh, see us in person. The match game, best bar game in the Twin Cities. Uh, come watch it kick ass. This week we have Mike Brody and uh, Jason Nagel from Go 96.3. So come on down. Win some stag. Drink up. Speaking of which, Corey, yet again, thank you for having me. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's Dive Thank bar you for mitzvah. having me. God damn. I love everybody. Boom. Is that true? Yeah, it is.